This is the Agent Mind Podcast. Welcome to episode 22 of the Agent Mind Podcast. I'm your host, TJ McGraw, and I'm an active investor and real estate agent, and I'm on a quest to define the perfect mindset in order to help you build wealth and live within your passions. And the purpose of this show is to document these awesome conversations that I'm having. Today is no different. Um, This might be one of my favorites. I know I say that about every episode. Um, I guess the show just keeps improving and improving, which is cool. So, But today is great. Um, Stick around. You're going to get a ton of information from this one. Um, So if you like the show, I mean, you check it out. Subscribe uh, wherever you listen to podcasts. You know, Apple, leave a review. Um, you know, check out the website, theagentmind.com. Check out the, the video previews uh, of all the shows are um, on the YouTube link there. And, uh, you know, call me. You, know, you schedule a call with me. Um, I'd love to talk to you about joining the team, growing a team, um, or just talk about mindset. And, um, you know, if you have any questions about the show or anything like that, let me know. I'd love to have a chat. Schedule a 15 minute call. Um, and of course, at every episode here, I got to do the, uh, the little prerequisite. So before we dig into the show, how would you like to free up more of your time, hand off those mundane admin tasks that slow you down so you can focus on the things that really drive revenue and put more money in your pocket? Well, Reva Global Virtual Assistants can do that for you. All of their skilled assistants specialize in helping real estate professionals with hundreds of tasks. Stop trying to do it all yourself and have a virtual assistant do it for you. Check out Reva Global Virtual Assistance by heading over to theagentmind.com and click the link, learn more about virtual assistance. Today's show, like I said, is is pretty awesome. I've got Todd Duncan on the show. He's a, a, a New York Times bestselling author, uh, motivational speaker. He uh, is the founder of the Duncan Group, um, and he, he's helped countless mortgage professionals and real estate professionals real estate agents, um, with, with their sales and really has a, an awesome program, um, to, to get you moving for sure. I, I, I can't say enough. It's like, we're channeling, uh, the greats like Zig Ziglar and Brian Tracy and John Maxwell. We're, we're channeling them through Todd Duncan today. So, uh, I'm excited for you to, to hear this episode. It, we're just scratching the surface. So I'm going to have to have him back on. And uh, stick around because he's uh, he's got a little gift for you at the at the end of the episode. So without further ado, here he is, folks, Todd Duncan. All right, everybody. So uh, here we are with Todd Duncan. Todd, how are you doing today? I'm doing really great, TJ. How about you? Excellent. Thank you. Thanks for Good. coming on the show. I'm, I'm excited about this this conversation. No, I'm too. I, I love I love the whole idea of uh, the ancient mind. Just the mind. It's such a powerful powerful topic to talk about. It is most definitely. And I, I'm and just by doing these these uh, I, I call them conversations, not really interviews. Yeah. I mean, I'm learning an immense amount, and I like having you know people. I say in my intro that uh, like from people that are smarter than me. <laughs> On here, so we all need a few of those. I, I, I feel the same way. <laughs> Most definitely. So let's let's dig right in. I mean, um, I I'm sure a lot of people know who you are, um, but uh, let's just kind of get do a little bit of your background. And I know uh, CNN uh, called you the Tony Robbins of the the mortgage industry. 
And so how did, yeah, you, get, I, how did you get there? <laughs> I, I don't know how they, how they did that. I was on a, I was on a couple of shows and, uh, and that was a label they threw my way, but, nice. uh, take it. you know, I, I love the similarity of making an impact, you know, and, and that's kind of where we are. But my whole history is I, I, uh, I graduated from college and, uh, my little league coach when I was young happened to be the owner of the largest independent real estate firm on the West coast. So it was Tarbell Realty. And I came out of college with a degree in business and finance, and I really didn't know what I wanted to do. And so my mom and dad were good friends with the Tarbells and uh, they had a 4th of July barbecue. And, and I, I went there right after graduating in June from college and Don Tarbell, my little league coach now I'm 23 years old. And he goes, so what are you going to do? Mm-hmm. And I said, I don't know. And he said, ever since you were a young kid, I thought you'd be great in real estate or you'd be great in lending. And I happened to own a real estate company and I happened to own a lender. So would yeah. you like to interview? And that was, <laughs> man, that was it. It was like, I don't want to be a policeman, a fireman, a firefighter, any of that kind of stuff. It was just, wow, mortgage. So I interviewed a mortgage and, uh, and I had uh, 26 real estate officers. I had 750 agents. I had my quote milk route. I had zero training. I had no idea what I was doing. I didn't know that mortgage had a T in it. And I just started making calls on real estate agents and I, it, it got really old real fast, not because I was calling on real estate agents, mm-hmm. but I was calling on so many of them that it just, there was zero impact. And, you know, they'd mm-hmm. pick up the telephone when I'd walk through the front door and, you know, and, and be busy talking to no one because they didn't want to have an encounter. And anyway, for me, what happened is, is three weeks in, I said, this isn't working. I, I went to the beach. I took the afternoon off and I was thinking, what can I do differently? And it dawned on me that one of my friends who just graduated with me, <clears throat> his dad also owned a real estate company. And so I said, can I just come by this afternoon and sit there and watch what happens? And I did. Mm-hmm. And in three hours, TJ, 21 title reps, mortgage reps walked through the front door of this real estate office and they all looked exactly <laughs> like I had looked for the, oh, the yeah. three weeks that I had been making calls. But here's what happened. <laughs> a guy came in at the end <clears throat> around four o'clock and beautiful suit, you know, a nice leather folio. He goes up to the receptionist and says, my name is John Barnes and I have an appointment with Paula Richardson. And I didn't know that John was a 500 unit, a guy mortgage, a year mortgage guy. I didn't mm-hmm. know Paula was number one for Remax in the country. And uh, they disappeared for 45 minutes. And what happened next was they came out, he put his hand out, she put her hand out. And he said, I thank you for your time. And I look forward to a mutually profitable partnership. As soon as I heard that, I said, that's mm. the secret sauce partnership. So I called mm. him and I said, you have no idea who I am, but I saw you at the, uh, the ERA office and I uh, I need some help. And he took me under his wings. And uh, that was the start. And he said, before you do anything, just decide, are you going to pursue transactions or relationships? You can make a living pursuing transactions. You can make a fortune pursuing relationships. And I chose the relationship route. And in 12 years, I was able to finance nearly 6,000 transactions for 14 real estate agents. And that was my, that was my first career. And Mm. it was beautiful. It was beautiful. I learned how to do it the right way. I helped my agents win financially. Um, There was no hesitancy for them to refer buyers and sellers because I was bankable and countable. And, Mm -hmm. um, and then it was just one of those moments where I was 34, almost 35 years old. And it was like, okay, what's next? And what's next was, let me teach the world how to do what I just figured out over the last 12 years. And here we are today. <laughs> there you go. I, I, you kind of glazed over, not glazed over something, but did you say that there was, it was 14 agents that you worked with? 14, 14 agents. Yeah. So that's totally, that's, <clears throat> that's a significant detail. I think, especially when you're talking yeah. about relationships, like you don't have to go and be, you know, and 
be a friend to every single agent out there in your market, right? You can just you partnership with the ones you, you can develop the relationship with it and you can, you know, mutually respect each other and, and, and kind of leverage that. Is that, is that kind of what? Well, it, yeah. And you know, I didn't know it then TJ, but what it was formulating for me, it was formulating this idea <clears throat> of going deep, you know, and, mm -hmm. and the idea of, of having, um, having a very, very deep relationship that if you helped grow that and they helped grow yours, you would never want to separate. And my, my best agents, I had a decade relationship with um, yeah. minimally. Right. Mm -hmm. And what ended up happening is, is, is you really, if you really understand from a productivity standpoint, the mindset, the mindset is what will kill a business is trying to be everything to everyone. Mm -hmm. And at some level, you have to decide, I want to be the right thing for the right one. And I want to provide more value to few. So many will want me instead of providing little value to many. So yeah. they will not need me, need me. And uh, I, I stay fascinated with agents and lenders about their concept, which I think is a little warped on loyalty. You know, and I and I really believe that you gotta you gotta almost put your stake in the sand and say, you know, I am going to be a giver. I'm going to be a, a value creator. I'm going to I'm going to help the people that I work with win. And if I do that, I don't ever have to worry about the business. And if you think about doing six thousand loans in twelve years. It's a monstrous number. I and mean, even today yeah. it stacks up as like, are you kidding me? And my agents it's make impressive. millions. Yeah. yeah. Millions of dollars because I focused on helping them win. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. I don't, I don't <clears throat> want to make that point that, that, you know, it doesn't, it, like you said, going deep is more important than trying to go, go wise quality, not quantity when it comes to sales and relationships for sure. Well, you know, what's interesting too about that just as an aside is that if you focus on quality, you never have to worry about quantity, right? It just, yeah. it just comes, mm -hmm. it just comes. Yeah. It's a good point. Absolutely. Yeah. So you're, you're in the, so now you have a huge coaching business and you're impacting a ton of, of mortgage lenders and, and, and you're helping them be successful. Um, what, what was the, I know you, you said that, um, you know, you were looking for the kind of the next step, like what, what drives you to this? Is this like your, your calling that you always knew that you had, or, or was this something that you kind of fell into? I think it's interesting that the, the first answer is really, I think, the most profound answer. And it was I was actually in pre-med in college and I was going to be a doctor because my father was a doctor. Mm -hmm. And um, my GPA at the end of my first year in college was a 1.2. Um, my dad called me and he said, I'm not paying out-of-state tuition unless you bring your <laughs> grades up. And he gave me one more semester. And by the end of that semester, my GPA was a 1.4. And, uh, and he pulled me home and I remember a driveway conversation with him. He said, you know, you don't have to be a doctor. You, you are really, really good at business. You, you did really, really well starting your landscaping company in high school and you did really well selling candy and literally you're, you're just natural. And he said, you should go to business school. And, um, and so by the time I went to business school and then graduated, I graduated uh, with a 3.9 GPA and, you know, the rest, as they say, is history. But my dad, what makes that story so special is my dad graduated from Stanford and was a CPA and at the age of 30 decided he wanted to be a doctor. And that was his calling. And so it took him 10 years 
before he could open his medical practice. And so I was really kind of realizing my dad had his second career. Maybe I'm going to have my second career. But the turning point was I went to a huge seminar with my title partner, Randy Wright, and it was uh, featuring Tom Hopkins, which, you know, Tom's one of the icons of, of selling in real estate, right? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and I said to him during the break, I caught him and I said, I don't know what happened to me this morning, but you've inspired me to be a speaker. And he said, uh, stick around for the end of, uh, end of the conference and come talk to me. And so I did that. And when we finally talked at the end of the day, he said, so you want to be a speaker? And I said, I don't know where it came from, but I've been doing real estate for 12 years. You know, I've been helping real estate agents win. I do many seminars for title companies and things like that. And all of a sudden it just kind of felt like maybe this is what I'm supposed to do. Mm-hmm. And he looked at me and he said, it's a great calling. And if you really want to do it, I would encourage you to pick a date that you will become a speaker. And I mm-hmm. said, that's really great advice. And I was ready to leave. And he, he said, wait. And he looked me in the eyes and he said, I just told you to pick a date. (laughs) And I looked at him, I said, I will. And he said, no, 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 pick it now. And I'm super confused, right? I'm super confused. And he said, (laughs) he said, if you don't pick a date, you won't have the discipline to drive to that destiny. And he just, and it was, it was just like, okay, so mindset, right? Mindset is by when, Mm -hmm. just by when, whatever it is that we're trying to accomplish, when do we want to have it accomplished? And so mm-hmm. I pulled this, this number out of the air, TJ. It was January 6th. And I said, by July 6th. And he said, write it in your daytime or write it on the back of your card. Give me your card. And mm-hmm. if you don't call me and tell me you're a speaker by July 6th, I'm calling you and I'm going to take you to the cleaners. And it was just like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so I had six months. That's I motivation. Six months, but that, that was the, that was all it was. I mean, I didn't wake up that morning, TJ, thinking that I was going to make a decision today to change careers, mm-hmm. but it happened. And now we have 6 million clients in nine continents and, uh, you know, it's just a blessing. And we work with, we work with mortgage, we work with real estate, and then we work with business entrepreneurs, you know, financial mm-hmm. services, wealth management, stuff like that. And it's just, I couldn't have ever thought it would be as great as it is impacting yeah. the world. It's just beautiful. It's just beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. That's what, that was my next question is kind of what I know it was a little bit more than just uh, mortgage professionals. So you're, you're helping it's anybody in sales really. Is that anybody, anybody in business leadership? I mean, I help doctors, yeah. yeah, Doctors, healthcare, uh, attorneys, financial services, builders, real estate agents, perfect mortgage. Yeah. Just because the principles, the -hmm. principles don't change. Yeah. And that's one of my, one of my purpose with this show is to, is to kind of get, cause as agents or even as um, any, any sales professional, you kind of get stuck in a rut, you're chasing transactions. And then you don't often think about like what your, your future one and what else is out there. And, and is there, there might be a, a, a way that's a little bit easier on your mind or easier on your, your, (laughs) you know, better for your health, not being so stressed working nights and weekends and just going after and after it. Um, Cause there's so many, there's so many different aspects to real estate specifically with, you know, we're, we're both in that sort of stick to kind of that, that framework of real estate. And there's, there's just so many ways to make money inside of real estate that you don't have to be that, that agent that just live in transaction to transaction. And, you know, once, as soon as there's that old saying, as soon as you close a transaction, you're unemployed and you got to go find another client. There's just so many different ways to, to, to do it and try to open people's minds up to think like a business owner. And instead of a, a, you know, a lot of agents are stuck in that W2 employee mentality. So 
Yeah. You know, it's, um, let, let me go off on that for a sec. Cause yeah. I think that, <clears throat> I think what ends up happening, um, and I've seen it, you know, I've seen it, you've seen it, we know it. And there's people watching this that know it and they're guilty. Mm -hmm. And the deal is you're not judged by how many hours you work. You are, you're actually you, your self-reflection and your own personal observation should be how productive am I in those hours? Mm -hmm. And so it's a larger conversation about productivity. And, and what I try to tell people is that the biggest exchange rate that you will have in the commission world in which real estate and lending work is the relationship between time in and revenue out. And if we could get people to start thinking about the aggregate number of things they do that are just like a squirrel chasing nuts, right? Just trying to, to keep oh, yeah. everything going. <laughs> the key is we got to narrow it down to one or two or three things. And, and I tell agents all the day, all the time, there's only three things you really should do. You should talk to sellers, you should talk to buyers, and you should negotiate. And that's it. And, and you ought to surround yourself with a team that can handle everything else. And when people start to develop fear around team, what they're really fearful about is, will it return? Will it give me a leg up? Will, it, will I get some freedom? And we're not, we're, not, we're not ever, 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 ever validated by how many hours we put into the business. And anybody that's trading life force you know, into a commissionable business ought to be looking at what am I making per hour? And the average real estate agent in America, according to Indeed and the balance makes around $49 an hour. Our average agents make about $750 an hour minimally. And our top agents make around $8,000 an hour. All wow. it is is mindset. All yeah. it is is mindset. You know, I mean, if you Definitely. think about it, uh, yeah, and I'll just give you, I'll give you a little formula real quick. So what I taught my agents and why I was able to work with only 14 in my career was let's get you 200 loyal buyers and sellers and let's pour into those 200 loyal buyers and sellers that you've done real estate for and let's build community with them. Let's nurture their life. Let's do annual real estate reviews. Let's do annual mortgage reviews. Let's decide that loyalty is if I want my clients for life, I have to talk to them during their life, right? Mm -hmm. And if we look at today, if we look at the average transaction value in America, I think is around $410,000 for the average piece of real estate sold. Mm -hmm. And we look at a buy side or a sell side at two or two and a half percent, you know, you would make $10,000, $12,000 a deal all day long. So go back to those 200 loyal buyers and sellers. And this is where freedom comes in. Mm -hmm. If 200 loyal buyers and sellers are able to refer you to four transactions in five years, that's it. Like every 15 months, you're either going to, they're either going to buy up, list, sell, or they're going to refer or a combination of those things. Mm -hmm. Those that buyer in five years at $12,000 a deal is worth $48,000. Mm. So if you have 200 loyal buyers and sellers and you follow that math model, mm -hmm. you'll make $9.6 million in five years in gross close commissions and you never have to prospect again. Wow. And that's, that's what we did. Where, where do I sign? Where do I sign me? Right. <laughs> no, but then, yeah. you, but you think about it and you go, okay, so I would, we asked a hundred agents 10 days ago. How many of you do an annual real estate review with everybody you've sold real estate to? Put your mm -hmm. hands up. Three hands in a group of 100. Mm -hmm. And that right there, that's the gold. That's the gold right there. Why would you, why would you have low conversion, mm -hmm. high prospecting energy versus high conversion, low prospecting energy, and high retention energy? 
So retention is the name of the game and you can't retain anybody unless you're in touch with them. Yeah. And it's absolutely. not auto marketing. It's not auto marketing sometimes defeats the purpose. It's connecting. Yeah. It's like anniversaries and birthdays and phone calls. And I do, I do right now, TJ, I just, I track this uh, Monday. I do over 4,000 birthday videos a year, right from this dude right here, all oh, over the world. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just, it pops up, you know, I got like 12 birthday videos I have to do tomorrow. And it's just like, okay, I can do that in 10 minutes from my iPhone and we're done. Yeah. And people go, wow. <laughs> yeah. It is impressive oh. when you're on, when you're on the receiving end of that one, cause it's not so common. Not everybody does that. Barely anybody does that on a consistent basis. So it, 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 you're setting yourself apart and it's like you said, it's low input high output like you're getting you're definitely getting a huge well, return on it and it's what people want i mean i don't know about you but um you know when you have a relationship that you trust you trust it mm -hmm. and if you are a provider of a service and you have people that trust you why would you spend marketing dollars and prospecting time going after people that don't trust you it's not because they don't trust you they just don't trust you yet so, so when you look at like, where is the greatest opportunity for influence and referrals, it's with the people that trust you, which means it would be with everybody who has gone through a real estate acquisition or, or distribution or sale process with you. Mm -hmm. The conversion rate is three times higher, four times higher. The price pressure is about a hundred times less. Mm -hmm. And the speed to doing deals and the lack of shopping other options is just so clear I can't figure out why everybody just doesn't calm the world down and say, I'm going to stay in touch with people that trust me. Mm -hmm. It's like 80, 20 rule. You have a thousand people yeah. in your database. You better figure out who the 200 are. And then you better figure out of the 200, who are the 40 that have the influence. Mm -hmm. And the lender should be doing this with the agent. So what made my deal special? And this will, I'll, I'll let you just go from here. But mm -hmm. I, I realized early on that, every buyer that I had the honor to serve. And I really mean it that way. I never thought of people as a transaction. I always thought them thought of them as a family. Mm -hmm. Why, why would I, if they had a brilliant experience, why would I not ask them who they know? And why would I not be very strategic about that? And why would I not like at the front end of our relationship as rapport is being built? Why don't I just ask this question? What would have to happen between now and closing for you to be 100% confident to refer us to your friends and family? That's the only question I ask. And when they tell us whatever they tell us, then we check it out three or four times between now and closing. And then we do a post-closing review. And if they love us, they're going to refer us. So my first attempt on this with my, my top agent, um, I did a deal for a guy whose friend was the president of a local bank. The bank did not do mortgage lending. They had 3,500 depositors. A borrower who was best friends with the president told me to call the president. In two weeks, my agent and I were the real estate firm and the lending firm for the bank. Wow. And she closed, she closed 319 transactions in seven years just from the bank. Wow, yeah. So that, and, and see, that, well, everybody, it's this domino effect. And, and I don't get why agents don't understand this. A person who has influence 
should be a person that you build a bubble around that mm -hmm. never goes anywhere except to help you find people that you can sell real estate to. Mm -hmm. Cost of marketing goes down. Cost of advertising goes down. Conversion goes up. Stress goes down. Transaction comparison goes up. There's no downside to doing it that way. Yeah. So that's how, that's how we did it. And we call it the circle of cash flow today that people know the people you need to know. And you just got to stop cold calling. You got to start building the relationships and it works mm -hmm. brilliantly. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it, it definitely does. And I am, um, you know, how when you, I'm going to say this, you know, how when you buy a car and uh, then all of a sudden you see all the other cars on the road, yeah. just like yours. Well, I've been, <laughs> I'm in a mastermind and we're, we're talking about this very thing. And um, I'm the master. I'm in a mastermind with other people, other industries. Yeah. One of the person, one of the people in the in the mastermind is um, she's she's been diamond status um, network marketing for years and years. It was for a, a food product. Um, but anyways, that's that the advice that you just gave was very similar to the advice that that she gives. Like you don't have to, you don't have everybody on your team doesn't have to be a producer. You don't have to go after everybody out there. It's like you just got to find the the people that are influencers and the ones that are making things move. And those are the ones that you develop the relationship with. So it's, it sounds very simple and it, and it does. And it, I don't know why people don't really get the concept either. Um, it's, a, I guess it's kind of counterintuitive. Like you think if the more, the more people I talk to, the more money I make, that's like the mentality that, that agents have going into things, I think. Well, so when you talk about the agent mind, let's drop agent out and let's just say, mm -hmm. what's the success mind? Mm -hmm. And the su success mind is don't increase labor before you first increase efficiency. Mm -hmm. So, so you, you look at that and I remember years later having a conversation with Tom Hopkins and he said, how's it going? I said, it's going really well, but I was listening to something from you recently, and I, I just wanted to let you know, because you're kind of responsible for me being a speaker now because of that, that day. <laughs> mm -hmm. and, and I said, one of the things I, I disagree with and I'm trying to get my arms around is when you say to visualize. So like if, if a transaction for you produces a $1,000 commission and it takes 10 calls on 10 people before you get one person that says yes, Think that every person that says no just earned you $100, put the $100 in your pocket and keep on going. Mm. And, and I looked at him and I said, I think that's wrong. And he goes, why? Mm. And I said, because nine people said no. And I just paused and he said, but that's sales. Sales is a numbers game. And I looked at him and I said, I don't think it is. I think sales is a value game and I think it's a productivity game. And he said, what do you mean by that? And I said, well, like if you're really, really good mm -hmm. and the value that you're bringing is really, really strong, do you really need to talk to 10 people to get one deal? And I said, what would happen if you just talked to one and you were so good and it was referred that you're one for one? And what would happen if you talked to two and you were two for two? And he said, that's naive and un unpra impractical. It won't happen. I said, okay. Let's just take your 10 and lower it to two. Talk to two, get one. That's a 50% conversion. That's a much better conversion than 10%. Yeah. And I said, talk to three and get one. That's 33% conversion. That's way better than 10%. Talk to four and get one. That's 25%. Mm -hmm. But don't talk to more people. Get better at talking to fewer of the right people. And that's the magic. That's the magic of selling. That's mm -hmm. the magic of relationships. 
we're not judged by how many people we try to connect and the labor, <clears throat> the labor to go, the labor and the call reluctance and the fear mm-hmm. to call people to with whom or to whom you have not been referred is a big deal. And I know people go to cold calling classes and this, that, and the other thing. But that guy that influenced me when I was brand new in that real estate office, he said, never call on anybody that isn't excited to have you call. Never call on anybody where you're not excited to call on them and never leave a call without giving the person you called on 10 times the value you're going to ask from them in exchange. And that changed everything. Yeah, so if I'm going to get a thousand dollars, yeah, if I'm going to get a thousand dollars from a real estate agent, I better bring her 10 grand. Yeah. I better figure out how to create 10 grand for her and then I'll get my grand. And then once that's going on, it's just like, <laughs> yeah, most definitely. Yeah. That's, that's solid gold right there. I mean, yeah, that, that's, that's a great, that's such a great formula and, and you've carried it with you all this time that it, it, it's so simple. If you, if you really think about it, I mean, it's kind of a no brainer. It's um, it's, it's a huge no brainer. Yeah. It's a huge no brainer. And it's, it's like scratch your head. No brainer. It's like, yeah. <laughs> why, why wouldn't, why wouldn't I just create, why wouldn't I visually create a vault that has like a thousand buyers and sellers in it and it's mm-hmm. gold? Why would I not just take care of that, invest it wisely and watch that grow? And instead we go out and we try to talk to people that don't even know who we are. And we, you know, think yeah. speed, to, speed to lead is like so critical. You know, it's, it's not that critical. It sounds you're good. better off. Yeah. Yeah. But, but so, so <laughs> do you want to, do you want to, do you want to be like, do you want to be on that treadmill? Listen to this, talk about a mind shift. Do you want to be on that treadmill or do you want to be worth waiting for? Mm. Wow. Do you want to be always available or do you want to be worth waiting for? Yeah. And I, I was, worth worth, I was worth waiting for. Yeah. Cause then you don't have the stress. You don't have the pressure and it doesn't mean you take a week to call back somebody, but right. I don't have to, I don't, if, if an agent says to a buyer, listen, Todd's the number one mortgage broker. I know I've used him for seven years. Um, we're going to set you up with a conversation with him and his team. They are super busy. Usually takes about 24 hours for them to set the meeting up. Mm-hmm. Just sit tight, hang tight. You're going to be glad you met Todd and his team. Well, then that's yep. good because now I don't have to drop everything. Yeah, exactly. And setting expectations is one thing that I learned very quickly, you know, especially I, I, I have two daughters that, and I learned very quickly with having kids. If you don't set expectations right off the bat, then it's like right. melt, meltdown. So and then that yeah. took that into my, into my career and, and it is, it's one of the biggest tools that I have is setting those expectations. So it's right out the gate. You can set boundaries, expectations. Um, you know, you, I don't work Sundays, you know, we, whatever your boundaries are and people respect you for it. They'll, it's they'll, the boundary. The boundary thing is interesting because yeah. a lot of people are afraid to set boundaries because they think it's going to cause the opposite. And you're so right mm-hmm. that when you have boundaries, people respect you when, when you don't have boundaries, people don't respect you. Exactly. And it's just, yeah. it's just interesting. This is how we do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if you, you, you may or may not like it, but this is how we do it. And if you like the way we do it, then let's do it. And if you don't like the way we do it, let's not do it. Right. You no. Know? Yeah. Which, so, is, anyway. which is scary. So let me, <laughs> look, we're talking, um, you know, so if you have a, you got, you've built a pretty good database and you, and you have a, uh, quite a few people maybe in your sphere and, and whatnot. Real quick, without going too much into your your 
you know, we can't cover your whole coaching program, program obviously, but what, what do you say to like the, the new agent or the new loan officer that they haven't developed a database yet, or they, they may have moved cities and they're in a brand new city now. And like, what do you, what advice do you give to them to get them to the, to the level where that you're talking about, where they can just uh, go deep on, on these relationships that they've built? There's yeah, there's two angles. Um, the first angle is if you, if you're going into a new market and it's new for you and you don't know anybody, mm-hmm. we teach what's called the 90 day burn. And the 90 day burn is let's say I'm a, let's say I'm a real estate agent and I'm going into a, a brand new market. A 90 day burn is to meet one person a day that in the next six months could either use your services or know somebody who could. And it's just every day. The only goal is 90 people in 90 days. They're everywhere. They're at the you know Starbucks, they're at mm-hmm. the shopping center, they're at the park and just meet and then follow up and follow up and follow up. And all it takes is one or two or three or four and you got the ball rolling, right? So the mm-hmm. deal for the new person is in 90 days, get a transaction a month. So just have three deals, you know, make $36,000 in your first 90 days. You're mm-hmm. going to find one person a day and they're either going to do a deal with you or they're going to refer you. We have somebody right now that sold 700 homes her third year in the business. And um, she stood in the kind of in the parking lot, but closer to the front doors of a Walmart in the city she lived in. And all she mm-hmm. did was pass out business cards all day long. So tens of thousands of people a week come through a Walmart. She passed out tens of thousands of business cards and, and now she's selling six or 700 homes a year. Wow! So it's, it's, it's that kind of deal. The, the other, the other thing I have to say is that loan that I closed that had the referral to the guy that owned the bank Mm -hmm. that happened in month four. Okay. So the other thing I would say to anybody, whether you're new or not, you have to start thinking about people's sphere of influence. And so what I did is I asked myself in every consultation that I had with um, borrowers, I, I, I wanted to know what they did. I wanted to know their job title. I wanted to know how many, if they were a leader, how many people worked for them. I wanted to know, I met a doctor, did a loan for a doctor. And I wanted to know how many other doctors he knew. And um, this guy had 225 practices that he was in a mastermind group with 225 other doctors. And that was in month eight for me. And what that led to is we ended up becoming the lender for Western Medical Center. I mean, on what planet would you like to be my real estate agent? And I call you and I go, hey, Brenda, I have some really good news. Remember that doctor you referred me to six months ago? (laughs) Um, We now have 220 physician practices because of him. And he, by the way, is the head administrator at Western Medical Center. So you are now the agent for Western Medical Center. And she, she yeah. said, what are you talking about? And I said, just sit <laughs> back and watch what happens. Yeah. And there was 1,750 doctors and nurses in the hospital and 200 practices with, I don't know, 300 patients each. I mean, it's just like, and, and so the answer to your question is, hmm. if you want to fast track success, you've got to pay attention to the people that you're doing business with now. It takes one. And hmm. literally one could refer you to 10 and 10 could refer you to 100 that's all it takes. And I would say that to anybody, whether you're brand new in the mortgage business, brand new in, in, you know, in, in real estate, brand new as a dentist. I mean, I got a, uh, I got a dentist client that has a $7 million dental practice who seven years ago made $200,000 because he was managing his time the wrong way and doing the wrong tasks. And, mm-hmm. 
the world of success is it's homogeneous. I mean, if you're in business ownership, period, or business productivity, period, the rules are the same. Mm-hmm. Uh, this event we're doing on July 22nd called Irrefutable, it's five principles for high-performance real estate and mortgage practices. Mm-hmm. It's just five principles. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of different ways you can create success, but if you don't follow the five principles, you're not going to have the success that we're talking about right here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I'm glad you brought that up because I definitely wanted to to ask you about that. The it's it's a live stream event. We're gonna do. I'm gonna do a four hour deal. Um, mm-hmm. We're we're having agents and lenders attend. Uh, it's going to be capped out at five thousand people, mm-hmm. and um, I'm gonna work for four hours teaching these five principles. And the principles are tectonic in the impact they have. And we'll give everybody that attends, we'll give them a a playbook for the workshop. We'll give them a 12 week implementation guide, and then we'll give them access to the video for the whole year so they can continue to improve this. We just got a quote. We just got a testimonial yesterday from a real estate agent that's been following all five principles. And in Mm -hmm. two years, went from $8 million in sales to $40 million in sales and reduced his work week by 10 hours a week. And so those are the kinds of things we're going to be talking about. Super, super, um, super easy to access. You know, I think we have a industry syndicate uh, promo code that Mm -hmm. is a $99 ticket down to 49 bucks. And let me just tell anybody the 49 bucks, if you really understand this, the 49 bucks will turn into 490 bucks every hour if you do what I'm going to ask you to do. And it's just, it's the biggest no brainer in the history of mankind. So yeah, (laughs) yeah, most definitely. I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to attend definitely. 100%. 100%. Awesome. And, I, and anybody listening out there, I think it's it's um, it's four hours of what I'm sure is going to be solid gold. And even if, would you say, um, I know this is never ideal, but even if somebody picks up maybe a few pointers from you, that's potentially they're going to increase their, their revenue just from a, just from a few things that I think I think what's going to happen is there's only five things, right? And so we're right. only going to talk about the five things. So we'll give you two or three um, examples of how to take that thing and use it. Mm-hmm. But what I would promise everybody, and I, I really, you know, I love the title of your podcast because I think people don't think big enough, and I mm-hmm. don't think they think well enough. And um, the quote that I followed when I was a brand new LO was by a guy named Thomas Dreyer. And he said, the life we live is the life within the limits of our own thinking. Mm-hmm. And I think we have a lot of limits and I think we have a lot of fear and I think we don't treat failure the right way. And I think we don't understand connection and competence and consistency and things like that. Mm-hmm. There's a million different ways you can make money, but if you don't follow the five principles, those ways are not going to make you as much money as consistently and as, um, remarkably as it otherwise would. And Mm. the principles are important because they never change. And the word irrefutable means you can't prove it wrong. So you can't prove any one of these principles wrong. They're, they're, they're irrefutable. So you walk away with the playbook and you go, let's start here. And then over 12 weeks, we're going to go boom, 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 boom. And I would say that the smart real estate agent that really gets this, Mm -hmm. I would predict that within 90 days would be making a minimum of an extra $5,000 a month, maybe an extra $5,000 a week, and quite possibly an extra $5,000 a day. That's powerful stuff. And that's a big, that's a big deal. That's a big deal. That's absolutely, (laughs) that's not just life changing. That's absolutely life altering for a lot of people. A hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. And then I'll show that game plan on how to build the circle of cash flow, which is just like, Mm -hmm. I mean, 
I, 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 uh, I looked when I sold my business to my assistants, when I, before I became a speaker, mm -hmm. um, we went back and we looked at that whole database. And um, in my 12 year career, 84% um, of the transactions we did were for families we had done business for before either via referral, direct referral or repeat business. Mm. And when you have that kind of business, it's just, it's just, it's beautiful. It's like yeah. life becomes easy. There's not, there's no stress. There's no, you don't have any emotion that you're going to lose a deal. You just, mm -hmm. it's just. Whew, yeah. Settle it down. Settle it down. That's, yeah. I love I, that. <laughs> That, that, it's not even an expression that, that, uh, the, that release of breath just means so much. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. and I, and I know people can picture that in their minds. Like what, what would that feel like if I could just, just exhale and, and not worry about where my money's coming from. I mean, that's just, well, and, and so if they, yeah, I, the promise I'm just going to make, cause yeah. I'm a, I am a guy that makes promises is if you, mm -hmm. if you come and you spend four hours with me and you do the work. Mm -hmm. That's exactly what you're going to have. It's just, it's exactly what you're going to have. You're going to go from an attract, you're going to go into an attraction mindset mm -hmm. that is based on principles and people are just going to be lining up for you. Nice. I mean, it's, I'm, I'm not, I'm not making it not real. It's real. Yeah. It's real. People will be lining up. Absolutely. And you've, and because you know, it works because you've done this and you've shown other people to do it and they've done it. So it's, it's a more, yeah. And the latter is more. Again. Yeah. The latter is more important. I mean, I did it, but the most important thing is there's 6 million people that have done it and they're all wealthy and, yeah. and they pay attention to it. And, um, it's exciting. Yeah. Sounds and good. by the way, there's also a relationship just as an aside, cause we talked a little bit about stress, TJ, mm -hmm. the, there's a relationship between health and wealth. Mm -hmm. And, and what, what, what I know for sure, cause I have studies on it, um, is that generally speaking, the wealthier you are, the healthier you are. And for a lot of reasons, the most simple of which is money gives you options mm -hmm. and gives you resources and mm -hmm. gives you a chance to have a different kind of life experience. Because when you have, when you de-stress, you increase the energy, you increase the balance, you increase the joy, all the serotonin, oxytocin, you know, mm -hmm. dopamine, all that stuff is happy juice. And people, you need to be happy when you work, mm -hmm. you need to be joyful when you work, because it's such a privilege to help people achieve the biggest dream of their life. Mm -hmm. And if you don't, if you don't enjoy it, because you're stressed out, shoot, figure it out, because yeah. it's life's too short. Yeah, most definitely. And, and you're yeah. right about that money does give you money can solve a lot of problems. I mean, let's be, let's be real. It's, it's a uh, money can, it, I don't think it makes it doesn't necessarily relate to happiness, but it can, it can solve a lot of problems and, and bring a little less stress in your life for sure. I, yeah. It's funny. It's funny that you bring that up because, you know, I tell people all the time, they kind of laugh and I, I say, you know, everybody says that money doesn't buy you happiness. And I kind of jokingly say those people may have never had money. <laughs> um, but if yeah. you have the right purpose mm -hmm. and you're doing things for the right reasons, Money does facilitate happiness because 78% of Americans right now say the biggest stress in their life is money. Mm -hmm. So if almost eight out of 10 people say the biggest stress in their life is money, then we need to figure out how to help them de-stress from that. And the truth of the matter is that 
money does make you happy if you have the right purpose. You can just ask anybody. Mm-hmm. Have you had a lot of money? Yep. Have you lost a lot of money? Yep. When were you happiest? And most will say, I'm, I was the happiest when I had money. And I talk about this because I lost a lot. I bought a big business and I bought it the wrong way. Mm-hmm. And it cost me 90% of my net worth about 13 years ago. And, um, you know, I had to pound back for six or seven years to, to, to get things going again. And I was not happy mm-hmm. when I mispurchased a company. I'm not an M&A guy, but I bought, bought it for the right reason, but I bought it the wrong way. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I was, I'm much happier with with a financial cushion and margin than I ever am without, without it. And I think most yeah. people would say, if I can have a little breathing room, mm-hmm. you know, that's why an extra thousand dollars a week or an extra $10,000 a month can be life-changing for people. Definitely. And it's not that I'm not, I'm not, you know, I'm not sitting here obsessed with money. I'm, I'm kind of obsessed with freedom mm-hmm. yes. and health. <laughs> yes, yeah. absolutely. But I did have, I have to say this because I had a, uh, a, a boss in, in my previous career at, uh, we would sit down for PL meetings. And the first he opened every meeting with, all right, money is the answer. Now, uh, what's the question? It was, <laughs> and it, it, that just rang, it just, it, I just, that sticks in my mind a lot because it is, yeah. it, it, it's true. It's, it's, it, a lot of people are, they just think badly about money and I, and, uh, or they, they have a, something subconscious in their mind that against building wealth and, and having a lot of money, like it's some kind of evil thing, but it's absolutely not. I mean, there's, you can do so much good and you can really go after your purpose in life, do it the right way and, 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 and have, have the money be comfortable while doing it, you know? So, so it's awesome. Yeah. It's been such a great conversation, Todd. I, I, I so appreciate you have, having you on here. Um, I always ask this question to all my guests. Is there something that I did not ask you that I should have asked you? Um, you know, I, I, I don't, I don't know that, that I can, <laughs> I can critique it that way, but yeah. um, I think the question I would like to be asked is mm-hmm. why don't enough people believe that what we just talked about is possible? That's a good question. And I think, yeah, and I think the answer is that they have they have um, a, a neg- negative self talk that mm-hmm. um, inhibits their confidence in being able to go after their dreams, their dreams. And you are you and I were talking at the very front end about mm-hmm. your goals are your goals and your dreams are your dreams. And the goal in life is to believe in you, to believe in, you know, to believe that your best days are ahead of you and to believe that you can go after your dreams. And this idea of dreamscaping and and going for it and deciding what you want and why you want it and to feel good about that and to feel worthy about that. And, you know, that's the thing that matters most. It's like, do you really, really believe that change can happen? And, mm-hmm. you know, a couple of things I like to say is, is if, if you have, if you have any pain, um, what is it from? And, and as soon as pain gets to like 51% of the mix, you have to start thinking there's a better way and there's a different way. And, and there's nothing in our universe that says you have to work 40 or 50 or 60 hours a week to be successful. You have to believe that there's a different way. And I tell people all the time ago, you know, when, when somebody says you got to work hard and, you know, got to be available 24 seven and blah, 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 blah. And, and people start to believe that that's wrong thinking, right? Thinking is okay. I like 24 seven. 
I don't like the 24 seven, 24 hours a day and seven days a week, but I would love the 24 seven if it were 24 hours a week and seven months a year. If I work 24 hours a week and seven months a year and I could make a million dollars in gross close commissions, would that be okay? Yeah. And the answer would be, <laughs> hell yes, yeah. it would be okay. Absolutely. And, and, and we have tens of thousands of people that are doing that. I just talked to my, one of my top students uh, this morning. Last year, he referred $2 million in commissions to real estate agents as a lender. Mm. He has bought 203 real estate rental doors and he takes 20 weeks of vacation a year. That's and makes, a- I don't know, makes $3 million a year. That's great. Half a year so, of vacation. <laughs> so believe, believe, believe. Yeah. Just believe. Because if you don't believe, you know, if you don't believe, you're gonna get, you're gonna stay stuck. Mm-hmm. And all it takes is, you know, it's like one of the principles is accountability is more important than action. But nothing happens without action. So you need that balancing act. And Absolutely. we'll cover all this, TJ, at, at Irrefutable. Awesome. So how do, so I've heard the podcast now, I've heard this episode and I want to sign up for Irrefutable. Where do I go to do that? Well, the first thing is we'll give everybody a $50 uh, promo code. So it's letter I, letter S, which is industry syndicate 50. They'll go to toddduncan.com. They will search Irrefutable. It's right there. You can't miss it. Uh, They'll sign up, they'll put in the IS 50 and they'll get the $99 ticket for $49. They'll get a thank you and a confirmation email. And then they will join us the day of the event and they will be part of the one year drip campaign to make sure they stay on course and, and, uh, and have fun with this curriculum. And, uh, and, and again, everybody gets a 12 week implementation guide and Mm -hmm. access to the videos for one year. Sounds great. I mean, that's a, that's a screaming deal for 50 bucks. $49. It's like the biggest no-brainer yeah. <laughs> no, in mankind. And if yeah. anybody out is out there that's a, an owner, a broker owner, or manages a, a store, mm-hmm. um, you can buy blocks of 10 for uh, for $495. You can buy blocks of 100 for $30. So, mm-hmm. I mean, if you have a gr- if you want a group price, we can take it all the way down to 30 bucks a person. All right. Yeah. That sounds great. Cool. TJ, it's been a blast hanging with you, man. Yeah, most definitely. And I'll have all this in the show notes for everybody that's listening. Um, Beautiful. And it, it definitely, did, I mean, the, the place to find you, even if they can't make it to the to the, to the live stream, the Irrefutable live stream, that is the, your website, right? That's the, that's the place to well, connect. Well, it's in social and social. At social okay. Yeah, and I'm okay. all over social. So Awesome. All thank right. you, my friend. Yeah, thank you, Todd. This has been fantastic. So much gold in this, in this episode. Let's do it again. Most definitely.